Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Bill. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we're back here at Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxford, 93 in the Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. We'll have uh, the women's broadcast tomorrow night for you against Boston College. Uh, and then Jeff Wall show is Friday. Uh, men's basketball back in action at noon. Uh, we'll have that for you uh, from the Yum Center on Saturday at noon. And then at, um, what do you got on Sunday? The women's basketball has yeah. a uh, 2 o'clock game. Now, for those of you that are hoping to hear the Ravens broadcast, because we carry the Ravens and they're in the conference championship game, eh, can't do it. I, I don't I, I think it's a stupid rule, whatever the NFL has, where once it gets the conference championship games, I assume the – actually, I know that the flagship station can broadcast it, but none of the affiliates can. Seems stupid to me. Okay. But we have, we'll have us with one. We'll have us with one on both channels. But, but it, you know, if, if you've been listening, you know, you want to hear from the Ravens' point of view. Like I was listening to Bobby V and Paul last night uh, rather than – we won't be able to do Television. that. But we'll, we'll, you know, Liquor Barn's coverage will roll on with Westwood One and stuff like that. It'll be great where Kentuckians go to celebrate life, even though you want to wear Chiefs gear. Yeah, well, and putt for Pappy. You know, yeah, so. putt for Pappy was incredible last night. It was a, it was a scene that sounded like. It was a scene that uh, Jared Stillman would love to have been. Loved it. Yeah, you could have yeah. won uh, that full court putt for Pappy, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't really drink that much, but, uh, you know, it'd be nice to have it so I could brag that I did it. You know, it's one of those things where, honestly, the accomplishment is probably more exciting than the reward for me, whereas I know that yeah. most people probably care more about that reward than they care about the uh, putting itself. Well, and I would think with Pappy, hell, the, the reward is you can sell it for a lot of money, <laughs> you know, probably, <laughs> rather, rather than worried about just having a nice bottle to drink down. Yeah, but I'm not really Tony Soprano, so I'm not looking to, like, remarket Pappy, you know. Now, he steals it. Uh, you know, I would have won it, but. You know, I mean, won it in $5,000 like or something for it, man. I mean, I don't know. Is there, like, used, like, Pappy sales where you, it's like, not take used. the bottle? It's not used. No, you, you can't open the bottle. You can't open the bottle. And you say, hey, no. I'd like five grand for this. Thank you. No, you can't open it's the bottle. It's got to be sealed, yeah. Jared. Yeah, but still, like, you know. Wouldn't all the places it would pay the money for it buy it Jared, from the district? Dude, there, there is such a, a secondary market for bourbon, and I can't even. You don't know about the secondary it's market massive. for bourbon? Yes, yes. No, because I, honestly, I don't care about bourbon. Like, I know it's a big deal oh. in Louisville, and I know a lot of people drink it. Oh, but, like, I, I do not care about that stuff. When people are like, I've got a bourbon room in my house, I'm like, cool, bro. <laughs> well. 
There you go. Oh, Eric Stillman's got hot takes on on bourbon right there. It's uh, there. There it is, right there. Um, and Grim, I know that if this were Milwaukee radio and not Louisville radio, more people would be like, "Yeah, I'm on his side." And I'm sure there are people that are like, "I never liked that Jared Stillman." After they hear me have the take on you know in-home bourbon rooms, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you love bourbon. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you have a bourbon room. Again, my reaction is just. Uh, it's, it's changed the it's it's changed the, the tourism industry in the state up here and uh, even more direct flights. So it's a good thing. Trust me, the bourbon stuff's a good thing around here. What's I'm not, not good? It's not good. a good thing. I'm just saying I don't care. Uh, what's not good is Louisville basketball lost Ooh. last night. But hey, Jared, they played. Uh, they played hard. They played tough. Look, guys, this is why I always tell myself when I'm doing cardio, right? And let's say the cardio workout calls for mm. you know 45 minutes, right? Like a, a Peloton class. And I'll see in the top corner that little clock that, that ticks down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, 13 minutes left. And I know that I'm going to push myself for the next 13 minutes. And then for the next 13 minutes, it's going to suck. But then once the 13 minutes are over, it's over. And I think that's how we should all feel about Louisville basketball this season. That how many games are left, Mark? I have totally no idea. 12. 12. 12 more games. And then it's over. And everybody knows it, including Kenny probably. Everybody knows it's over at the end of the year. I mean, barring the miracle of them, you know, winning the ACC championship and then going to the national championship, and they might even have to win it in order for me to want to keep Kenny Payne as the coach. It's over. I, I just look at it like that. So can we get through the next 12 games? Can we get through the next 13 minutes of cardio? Just push it and then you're done. Can we do that? Yeah, it's, it, you're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. You, might, you may have to so, uh, lower the so incline on the treadmill. conference yeah. where he says something like, last year didn't count, or, well, I guess I need to start using the transfer portal, or whatever yeah. it may have been last night, I went to bed kind of early, so I didn't see what crazy stuff he said after the game. Just let it go. When he Jared, I'm not even just, listening. I'm, like, I, like, yeah. I'm not even okay. listening. I'm like staying up for it because it's just going to – it's just going to make me mad, and, and, and I don't need that in my life. So I've just turned, tuned it out. That's what I'm saying. That Mark, yeah. that is a great strategy for getting rid of the useless negativity. Now, if he was going to keep the job, which I, again, I have no inside info on this, but I highly doubt he will. If he were going to keep the job, that'd be different. But I don't think he's going to. So, again, can we make it through 12 more games? Can we just just uh, okay, it's, we hey, got it. it's no fun. Market. It's no fun to talk about every day. I tell you that, but it's because but, it's just like you can't even believe some of the things you say out loud. Well, you know they they played pretty well last night, lost by fourteen. You know it's like yeah, both statements are true. Well, they did play pretty about well. The NC State game after they won the Miami game. You know they they hung in there, and I can watch that. I can you know give that a nice little slap on the behind, and then the coach came out later in the next week and said that the first year didn't count, so I just, at that point. Yeah, like, nice to me, try. that was kind of, not to say that was the final straw, because I was, you know, I had mentally and emotionally moved on anyway, but mm-hmm. that last year didn't count thing, really. I mean, that really angered me. Oh, it's, it's insulting. It's, it's insulting. insulting to everybody's intelligence and to everybody's fandom, and it, it's almost like, if I didn't know better, Kenny Payne has been such a disaster as our basketball coach that if I didn't know better, you could convince me that Calipari is paying him under the table to ruin this basketball program. Like, that's <laughs> how bad it is. The Manchurian candidate. So bad yeah. that 
it, it, there's no, like, I mean, we don't even have a recruit for next year. And I'm not no. even saying that I want one because, you know, as soon as the fire Kenny Payne, you know, that recruit will leave. But we don't have a recruit for next year. And it's like, I thought this guy was supposed to be the recruiting guru. Isn't he the one that recruited all these great players to Kentucky? That's what everybody can Well, that's what we were told. Yeah. He was the bag man, Jared. So, I mean, well, now you can pay the players. So you can go ahead and be the bag man here. But that, apparently yeah, not. It doesn't – that skill is taken away. That used to be skill in being a bag man. Now you don't, there's no skill involved with it. It's legal. Now the bag man is him just taking a private flight everywhere to not get players. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I, I just – again, it's almost over. And uh, I just – the way that I feel about it is – and I'm a big believer that we support our coaches until they're not our coaches anymore. But on this one, it's like, you know what? If last year didn't count for him, then the rest of this year doesn't count for me. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's, I think we're just, just going to dig in, and then we'll be on uh, coaching watch after that. So, um, but football, I, think there's a, I think there are some people, and you guys take the phone calls. I don't. But I think there are some people that are like, Drew, please tell me they're not going to give him a third year. Yeah, there are. It's like, don't worry. They're not going to give him a third year. No. You guys do not need to worry about that. It's it fine. is signed, like, sealed, and delivered. And team, all they wouldn't delivered. give him a third year. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a wrap. Um, what, since the uh, Titans are out, you got a rooting interest uh, in, in the last four teams here in the NFL, or, or is it just as simple as Lamar? Or what, what, what you, who are you rooting for? No, I mean, like, so traditionally the Ravens and the Titans are, are kind of big rivals. So even though Lamar plays for the Ravens, I'm not really a Ravens fan. Um, you know, I, I don't hate the Chiefs. I appreciate Mahomes uh, and how great he is and how he's like the next Brady and the next Jordan, and I appreciate that. Uh, if I had to pick a team, I, I guess I'd go with Detroit because I feel, you know, good for their fans that all the pain and misery that they've suffered for forever. I also think Detroit has no staying power. Like, the Ravens will be good, you know, in the future. The Chiefs will obviously be good in the future. The 49ers will be good in the future. But Detroit's going to lose their offensive coordinator after the end of the year. And I've seen way too many teams like this where they've got, like, the right guru offensive coordinator, and they make everybody, especially the quarterback, better. And then they lose the guru offensive coordinator, and a couple of guys get new contracts, and a couple of guys move on, and then all of a sudden it's like, man, this offense isn't good anymore. And I, I really think that's about to happen to the Lions. So I don't think they have any staying power. Plus, they have to pay their right tackle, their receiver. They'll then have to pay the pass rusher. I mean, so they've got a lot. they got to pay Jared Goff again. So I am going – I guess I'm rooting for Detroit. I expect them to lose on Sunday. But I am rooting for them just because of their fans and the fact that I'm not sure that, you know, that they have a good chance of being back here next year. Texture, I wanted to know if you want to have uh, Liam Cohen as your offensive coordinator de- ne- uh, next year for, for Will Levis. So I'm not against it. Um, I, I think every head coach gets the benefit of the doubt at the very, very beginning. So when it comes to Brian Callahan, the OC of the Bengals, who's now going to be the head coach of the Titans, everybody's like, here's who he should hire as OC. And I'm like, guys, like, <laughs> we don't know anything about these people that you're saying should be hired as the OC other than where that person has worked before. But like Brian Callahan might have overlapped with somebody who overlapped with that guy that you're like, this should be OC. And they're like, yeah, he's not really the kind of guy you want being here or whatever. Um, when it comes to Liam Cohen, I, I just think that 
you know, whatever it is, that what I've noticed these really successful Shanahan-like programs are doing and McVay-like programs is there's very much a good cop, bad cop with the play caller and then, you know, the either the quarterback coach or the other guy. And so when the head coach calls the plays, which in the McVay-Shanahan thing they do, it's usually the OC who is the good cop and then the head coach is the bad cop. I don't know if Brian Callahan is going to be the bad cop or the good cop, but if he's the bad cop, then he needs to get a good cop. If he's going to be the good cop, then he needs to get a bad cop. And so I don't know what Liam Cohen would be. I do know this. I do know that Liam Cohen does really believe in Will Levis because I talked to Liam Cohen mm-hmm. before the draft, and he was just telling me about how hard of a worker he is, how smart of a kid he is, how good of a guy he is, and it seemed really genuine and so i do think that for somebody to succeed especially somebody like levis who's as polarizing as he is i do think he needs Mm. people in his corner that really believe in him and cohen is one of those people so i wouldn't go crazy if they hired him but i'm also not one of these believers that's like oh i know everything about these assistant coaches so yeah this person would be great kind of thing Jared Slim with us down there in Nashville, ninth in the Ville, ESPN uh, 680, 105.7, as we're out here at the Neil Huffman's Acura uh, at uh, Oxmoor. Okay, i got to get your take on the Caitlin Clark thing. Um, she, oh, what, yeah. yeah. I don't even want to guide you. You know, She makes contact with another uh, individual. There's multiple angles, but there, they storm in the court. Okay, so where do you go? Well, I didn't like really I, – I saw the headline that that happened. I didn't actually see – Did you see the video? video? That shows the contact. Oh, man, I figured you'd be the guru on this one. Yeah. I'm in the middle of an NFL coaching search. Yeah, well, we have a, I mean, you have 24 hours in a day. You're fine. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> My opinion is, Drew, that if, if she were uh, a, a, a male athlete, she'd be Grayson Allen. Uh, I don't know if it's that bad because I don't think anybody should be on the floor. But I do think she obviously I mean, initiated the contact. She initiated flopped. the contact, then went to the post game well, press conference and acted and played victim. But she initiated the contact. There's no contact down. to initiate. The fans are where they're supposed to be too. That I understand that, but to me, it's a very Grayson Allen esque. I'm not going to go that far down because like yeah. Grayson Allen tripped people with in games he was playing against his, yeah. his, his peers, and he also flopped like crazy and made, and then well, tried to make himself. A yeah, victim. but he tripped people in games. It was a big time trip. Could have hurt. She knocked over this. Poor girl that was that yeah, was uh, that was running on and in she her had, made it seem like she got rammed and she did the ramming. Uh, yeah, she did uh, the ramming. I mean, I, I'll put you like this: I, yeah, I didn't see it. see it, so I'm just going yeah. off of what Mark said. Yeah, that she yeah. kind of you know initiated the contact there. Uh, I think storming the court is ridiculous. I mean, I think it's so dangerous. Like, and there's a reason why they don't do it in the NBA because we all saw what happened the one time that Ron Artest ran up into the stands. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, I think storming the court's dangerous. At the same time, like, you know, as an athlete, you, you can't be going after the fans. Well, you got to see it. You, you got you to see it. You're getting this. You got to th- see it, and then th- you got to hear Caitlin from the podium because when you see it and then you hear Caitlin from the podium, you're like, yeah. eh, okay. So, <laughs> I have a serious uh, question about this Caitlin Clark thing because does anybody care? Yeah, she matters, Jared. She She matters. I'm not I mean, saying she doesn't. I'm not saying she doesn't matter. Does anybody care about this? Yeah. Oh, it was, oh, pretty, it was a bit, pretty, pretty big story, man. It. Yeah. Was it? Yes. 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 I mean, it was. I mean, on Sports Center. I mean, uh, PTI, and yeah. 
Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't see the video. Yeah, but, like, you know, PTI talks about, like, baseball. So, I, I don't – they just talk about whatever they want to talk about, get math afraid. So been doing it's it okay forever. to say you missed it. It's okay. It's Nobody's fine. Gonna, no, it's I, nice... I told you right on the front end. I saw the headline, and I shrugged it off because I've been busy with other stuff. I mean, it – question for the text line. I'm busy with a coaching search. I can't be bothered with this. What, what is it? 502-437-9680. Whatever. Do you care about this Caitlin Clark? Jared, people story? did. I'm sorry you missed the story. People texted us. It was a national story on Fox Sports Radio. I, put, I just put it, I put an Instagram or a Twitter while you guys were talking. Caitlin Clark. And You're three days late on the story. Up. Like Field of 68 video has 2.6 million views on it. Yeah, I mean, it was a story. Sorry you missed it. It's fine. It's fine. But it was uh, it was. It's good because she matters, but it's taken a while for women's basketball to develop a legitimate right. star. She, she and she is one. This guy would oh, make no, no, no. Jay Mo like Larry Bird of women's basketball. There's no doubt about that, and she does get people to turn on the TV, which is great. But I'm trying to like watch this video. I don't. This guy's got, got, there's going to be multiple angles. You'll have thing. to see it, Then you got to oh, see what I she said afterwards. It. She collided with the person, and then she went down to the ground. I don't care. I'm against. Uh, oh, I so don't care about that. I am against storming the court in general. This is the reason why. So just go ahead and ban it. There you go. Jared's still with us here, ninth round of the Ville, ESPN six eighty. So who do you think will win the Super? Bowl? I say you want it. Who do you think will win? Oh, uh, that's a really good question. I think I'm going to go with San Francisco. And the reason why I'm going to pick San Francisco is because I really thought that that Christmas Day game against the Ravens was mm-hmm. really bad. You know what? I take that back. I'm going to take Kansas City. I hmm. I thought that that Christmas Day game was really bad for the Ravens. Like, it was great that they dominated San Francisco. But after that game, I'm like, oh, my God. All the pressure is now on the Ravens. And all the pressure on the Ravens really means all the pressure is on Lamar. And, like, it, it's hard to win the Super Bowl. But, like, had they gone into – San Francisco on Christmas Day and like beating them by a field goal, you know, like a real good mm-hmm. back and forth game. Lamar leads a drive at the end of the game and they kick a field goal and they win or something like that. Had that happened, everybody would have said, Oh, that's a great game. Can't wait for the rematch. Instead, the Ravens beat them so bad that it skyrocketed the Ravens up as the Super Bowl favorites, where they are absolutely the prohibitive favorite. And anything less than that would be like a total disappointment and, again, Mm -hmm. a total referendum on Lamar, which is not fair, but, again, sports in the NFL specifically are not fair. So, I mean, I really thought at halftime of the Texans game, I was like, if they don't come out and score on this first drive to start the second half, everybody's going to start talking about the race this, Lamar that. And so they're still the prohibitive favorites, but Mahomes just has that thing inside of him like Brady, where we always say, oh, if Mahomes didn't have that great run during the AFC championship game, if he didn't make that great throw, if this didn't happen, if the guy from Cincinnati didn't hit him out of bounds, if this, and I'm like, if all those things hadn't happened, Mahomes would have done something else. Right. And well, so, and that's to me with that with that kick that everybody's all worried, you know, all over Tyler Bass about. Yeah. It's like there was a minute forty five to go. You don't think he was going to lead him down the field and and score? You'd be kidding me. The only thing he'd worry about is scoring too fast. I think that's completely a unanimous opinion here because when I saw them go to kick, I was like, okay, Mahomes is going to throw one over the middle to Kelsey for like 18. Then he's going to throw one down the sideline for 22. Then they're going to be running the ball with Pacheco to try to run out the clock so that they kick a field goal to win the game. And Butker, who is not as great of a kicker as like 
you know, we remember him for because he misses like regular season kicks quite consistently, always makes that kick in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like every time Butker comes up, it's like Butker from 51 for the win. If it's October, he might miss it. If it's the playoffs, he's going to make it. And so that's exactly what would have happened. And Kansas City would have won. And after the game, we all would have said, oh, Mahomes did it again. Mm-hmm. And so I just – I'm not going to pick against Mahomes. I'll take Kansas City. What do you make of uh, that, you know, that Kansas City, if they fumbled the ball out of bounds for a touch touchback there, the NFL, they're talking about the rules committee that they might revisit that, that rule. What do you make of that? What do you want to see happen there? So I think it's the stupidest rule in football that you fumble the ball and the other team gets it at the 20-yard line. But what I really, really hate is I really hate when something happens in the playoffs. I don't mind it when it was as egregious as Rams, Saints, and then they were like, okay, we're going to review pass interference. And then the referees absolutely refused to take that seriously, uh, which probably should have been against the law. You know, the idea that the referees are going to look at a replay where it's clear pass interference, but we called it this way on the field, so we're going to keep it as a you know, non-pass interference, which I thought was yeah. ridiculous. Um, but – I really hate reactive decisions based on, like, oh, the Bills didn't get a chance to score in that overtime playoff game, so let's change the rules because everybody's crying about it. I mean, this has been a rule in the NFL for, like, 55 years. Yeah. Nicole Hardeman knows better than to try to put that ball over the goal line because if you don't get it, that's what happens. And so as much as I think the rule's stupid, I get mad at the idea that, oh, we're going to change the rule because this happened in a playoff game. Does that make I'm any sense? You- yeah, I'm with you on that, too, and I also think about it like from the safety on the other end of the spectrum. Like when you get a safety, it's punitive. You get two points and you lose the ball. I kind of I kind of feel like if you fumble the ball out of bounds at the pylon, there ought to be something. And I don't know, do you move it back to the 20? Do you make it a 15-yard penalty? What, like what do, you, what do you make it there? Like, I mean, I, I kind of like the fact that as stupid as I think that rule is, that at least like – you know, you have to be aware of it when you're playing. Whereas if right. you put the ball at the 20, yeah, you have to. But what is it, like first down and 10 at the 20? Is it first and goal at the – is it fifth, you know, fourth and right. goal at the 20? Like, what is it? Or is like, it so just the that down that, that it should to, be discern, at the but, 20? I mean, I, I would probably change the rule if we were just going over all the football rules saying, what do you think of this rule? And I would say, no, I'm against it. But if yeah. you're saying, should we change the rule because of what happened in this playoff game, then my answer is no. Right. I, I'm yeah. with you on that. All right. Well, well, I'm sure we'll see you up around here sometime soon. Uh, what do you guys think of the Chiefs? You guys on the Chiefs? You guys Ravens, baby. Ravens. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Chiefs. Good luck giving Patrick Mahomes points. I mean, he really is becoming like the next Michael Jordan. Well, if he wins this one, if he wins this one, he is. Because he's had. I mean, I, those dudes couldn't catch anything this. all year. He did not play his first year. Right. He sat on the bench. Right. So they like the yeah. It's like the last game of the regular season. And they season. lost yeah. to Mariota and the Titans in the playoffs. Since then, he's been now in six AFC Championship games, so that's five completed. He's mm-hmm. won three. Uh, he, excuse me, he's won two Super Bowls. And the only three people that beat him have been Brady in overtime, <laughs> Brady without both of his starting tackles, and Joe Burrow in overtime. Like, if you come for the king, you have to have Tom Brady or Joe Burrow, and you're probably going to have to do it in overtime. That's incredible. Like, that's yeah. like... Who did Michael Jordan lose to? He lost to Larry Bird. Okay. You know, it's, it's not like Michael Jordan was sitting there losing to these bum teams out there. Like, he was losing to Larry Bird and the Bad Boy Pistons. 
And so, you know, Brady's out. And now, like, is Lamar good enough to be able to beat him? Like, the way that, again, Burrow and Brady are the only ones to do it? That's that's the big thing for me. Well, storylines written this weekend. We'll talk to you soon, ma'am. See you guys. There you go, Jared Stone with us, 93 in the Village ESPN 680-1057. As we are over here at Neil Huffman's Acura at Oxmoor, uh, where you can uh, come on by and see the great selection they have. This is where I bought two straight vehicles. Can't say enough good things um, about the folks over here uh, at the Huffman uh, Auto Group. Where uh, You've got MDX and RDXs right now with uh, 2.5% financing. It's, uh, it's crazy. Uh, some of the uh, the financing offers they've got over here. Hey, if you're someone, uh, look, we're talking about these playoffs. You know, you want to put your opinion behind it. Well, where you can do that with America's number one sports book. New customers, uh, you can bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets when you place your first $5 bet. Go to deposit 10, bet 5, then you're going to get $150 in bonus bets. So, you know, whether you're worried about uh, player props, whether you're worried about uh, the total in the game, the spread, uh, you want to parlay the game with the next one. You do a same game parlay. You got to check the offers every every day too to see uh, what kind of um, you know offer they've got. And, then, and for the playoffs, I got those no sweat bets as well. So go to fanduelcom slash drewd. fanduelcom slash drewd. fanduelcom slash drewd. Must be 21 or older. Present in Kentucky. First online real money wager only. Ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issue is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call. 1-800-GAMBLER. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Good girls, I ain't as good as I once was. I got a few years on me now, but there was a time. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here at 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. We're over here at Neil Huffman's Acura at Oxmoor, where they are uh, getting, uh, you know, plenty of, got plenty of great new inventory here, used as well. Uh, if you want to sell your car, you can do that uh, over here also. Uh, again, online, accurate, oxmoor.com. This is where I bought two straight cars. This is where you're going to get 2.5% financing uh, on uh, some new RDX and MDX models. So it's just a, it's a good time to buy over here uh, at the Neil Huffman Auto Group. Uh, we got matzo pie coming by for our lunch today. A little matzo pie, absolutely. I'm going to pick it up from the Douglas Loop location. And uh, we need to get back over to the Anchorage location. Mm-hmm. Just get the breads and the cookies, cookies. and the coffees over there. So we've got to schedule Still that. yet to have a cookie. Well, that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, 
I'm not blaming. I'm just and I know Avery wants a meatball sub, so we got to do something at the Anchorage store coming up here soon, which is their flagship location. They have a brand new location over there in Clarksville now, just across the bridge for over by where the Colgate Clock is uh, with 1020 Craft Brewery. So yeah, just check them out over there. They've got they've got four locations now. Um, we're gonna uh, get to our segment with Katie in a few minutes here, but did you see this? Um, <laughs> This is from a couple. Um, I guess now they've just determined what the fine may be. But an airline passenger kept face a hundred and twenty thousand dollar bill after they scrambled fighter jets. What? When he joked about blowing up a plane. Oh no! Didn't do. Didn't do it on the plane. Uh, an airline passenger, um, uh, something Verma, was going on vacation to Spain with friends uh, in July of two thousand twenty-two. Per the BBC, he sent a Snapchat. Quote, on my way to blow up the plane, I'm a member of the Taliban. Oh, my gosh. What is he saying? So, so, so he sends that. He was 18 when he sends that. Uh, he and his friends uh, traveled to, to, from London uh, to the Spanish island of Menorca. Mallorca? So that before, um, no, this is Menorca, M-E-N-O-R-C-A. Okay. Uh, the BBC reports that before departing, he told a friend on Snapchat what I just said about that. Security services saw the message. I guess they can see everything. I guess they're going to see And flagged it to Spanish authorities who sent two F-18s to follow the airliner until it landed. Oh, my gosh. I, so, so, so he got – did he get arrested or is he just getting fined? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, he faces a disorder, a uh, public disorder charge, which could result in him being ordered to pay over $120,000. Uh, around 103000 that is from the, the, the Spanish Defense Ministry for the cost of scrambling the jets. Sure, I'm sure it's a, a – cost a hundred grand to scramble the jets. Well, yeah, you're going to spend all kinds of, of gas and, you know. A hundred thousand. I mean, I, yeah, man, I mean, jet engine gas. I don't know how much gas they take. So his lawyer uh, told the court it was a bad joke uh, that he made amongst friends. And he didn't put it. He says he didn't put it on Facebook or advertise it. What he did was equivalent to making a joke inside a car with friends. Uh, to, and he it does said, not matter. Well, I don't know. Does it not? If, if I, if, why would I think if I'm sending you or somebody else something? Because it went to the Internet. Okay. I mean, it went to the internet. Well, it went to his, did it go through the plane's Wi-Fi. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but like, don't make jokes like that. I don't know. I wouldn't think that. I wouldn't. I mean, I know. I never say anything at, at, at an airport or an airplane, but to say it over text, like, I don't know. Are we gonna scram? I mean, you get all over the St. Matthews police about you know overreacting, scrambling two F-18s for a guy who sends a Snapchat message. Yeah, but my man was not really gonna do anything. Well, I- about do you think Jeff he was Rom not taking the Louisville job? Okay, and do you think this guy was going to blow up the plane? No, it's the same thing. But they got to parse through all this stuff, and he said he is a member of the Taliban. He's joke. All of it's a joke. I know. Just like the guy who said he was going to blow up Trinity. It was a I joke. Tough, tough, tough oh, balance so, to walk now. Mm-hmm. Tough balance Now, to now walk. you just realized uh, the conflict for you right there, didn't know. you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's know. pretty much the exact same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I've got to go back and read the original, uh-huh. to the, the thread and, and the, the, the thread. joke that was ongoing. If I'm sending you, I mean, if I'm sending you a message as I'm taking off the plane, I wouldn't think that it would be yeah. a subject for other people to review to get me in trouble. I don't know. So did he get? Did he have to pay the fine, or what's the deal? Oh no, I mean they're. Um, that's what they're, did they're, he get arrested or? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably, he, probably ruined his vacation. Um, How does he get back? Well, I remember this was three years ago when this oh, happened. Okay, okay. So he was in court on Monday. Golly! Or two years ago when it happened. <laughs> two years ago when it happened. <laughs> two years ago when it happened. Yeah, he's yeah. still dealing with this. Probably to fly back to Spain to to, to be in court, right? I guess. <laughs> 
I don't know. But I but I just wouldn't again, if you say something and you're dumb enough to not um I don't know. I mean you're talking I don't know, you're talking amongst friends, I suppose. You I don't suppose Snapchatting. Gov- I don't think the uh the Spanish government sees it that way when they had to scramble jets. I I mean, first of all, I didn't realize that, you know, they could see everything you're you're all the text. I think if you're going through the plane's Wi-Fi, they can see all that. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. You know, if you're like pre, if you're not on the, if you're not on the plane yet, they're probably not seeing everything. But if you're on the plane's Wi-Fi, they're probably mm-hmm. paying. There's probably a system. Uh, yeah. That, you know. Well, all right. Well, we will get back to that uh, after uh, here in just a little bit. We're at Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. We have Katie on the line dating with Katie, who's got an interesting topic. Uh, on this week's podcast, and I uh, just think saw something on IG she put up there. So uh, ho- hopefully the weather's better there than it is here. It's, uh, it's, it's miserable and raining for two days, so good morning. Good morning. It was raining in California, too, so it wasn't as Whoa. fun as I wanted, but, you know, that's all right. But the second day after, it was gorgeous, so we'll take that. Um, well, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I told Blake and Baker the topic, and it really he perked up over here. Oh gosh! So yeah, he says, up how to you. break up with someone. So, so what, what, what's what's the latest one here about? Okay, so it's you know I'm I'm a dating coach for those very early stages, like how to get a first date, second date, third date. I I always say I go up to about three months here. This is what I'm trying to help people with. Just can we get to three months, people? But in those stages, what is the best way to pass on somebody in the beginning or break up with them up to about three months, right? And there, you know, first let's talk about ghosting. I mean, that's kind of like you're passing or breaking up, right? That is just the... Maybe not the most... Terrible way to do it, but yes. Yeah, it's probably (laughs) common, but terrible way to do it. But this is the one time I allow for it because when you're in an app... And you start chatting with someone, but maybe for some reason you lose interest or somebody else is better or, you know, inside of an app, people could be chatting with, who knows, 30 people. Mm-hmm. And so in, in the apps, it is okay to ghost. It is okay to let it die. Just let it die and move forward. And if someone lets it die, then just let it go, you know, that they did that. So that's the only place where I think ghosting is okay. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, because that's nearly breaking up with someone. You're just yeah. I mean, that's I just know. you don't even have their phone number. I mean, I've I've gone on dates on actual physical like you know present dates and then just never called again. Ooh, it doesn't sound like you. Yeah, now, now that I don't agree with. I feel like once you've actually spent time with someone and have engaged with them in real life, that IRL, I think it's it behooves you and it's just polite to to after the date. And this is where I think women. I'm actually calling women out on this really should be doing this because guys can't read everything. All a lady needs to do after a date is say, thanks so much, I really enjoyed the date, but I don't think you're a right fit. That's it. I don't know. Every I mean, I've, I've, it's, harsh. it's harsh. It's harsh. Because is it not that? better to but, just not but it's say probably, anything? But it's probably cru- it's, it's better to be a little cruel and to be kind. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't go into a first date expecting the world, though. I mean, everybody should have this thing, this idea that when I go into a first date, it's just to really get to know someone and see if it's a good fit. And so whether he or she thinks it, most guys are flexible and they'll, they'll want a second or third date, which I always encourage women to be doing. Um, but if, if you really know it's not a good fit, then skip it. But, but here's the other, the reverse of that, is that you can't just dispose of a man, again, it's disposable dating these days, because of a silly reason. I have two silly reasons that just came up. Okay. One woman said he didn't know who the Red Hot Chili Peppers were. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's a good fit. Well, yeah, That's he might not be an why alien. people aren't good fits. Yeah. I mean, it could be an alien. 
you know, if he doesn't know who the chili peppers are. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had another example of, of people choosing for ridiculous reasons to pass is that a gentleman went on a date and she mentioned that her dad's name was Jim and the guy's name was Jim and she was going to have a hard time calling him his name. So he says, Katie, I feel like that's a red flag. She's she's not going to call me my <laughs> red name. Red flag? It's, it's, <laughs> yes. Again, and I said, well, do you want to see her again? He said, yeah, I really liked her, but that's a red flag. I said, that's not a red flag. That's ridiculous. She, I said, find a nickname for yourself. Like dad. Make it, make it a game now. <laughs> like, unbelievable. So people are choosing really ridiculous reasons to pass. The, the only time I really do encourage someone to either call or even text because some people just don't have the maturity to take this. You know, when you're breaking up, mm-hmm. when you're breaking up with someone because you're in a committed relationship, you should always do it either in front of them or on a phone call. You don't always have to do it in front of them. But here's, a, here's the one caveat is that oftentimes deeper in a relationship, that person wants to know why you're breaking up. You've got to be very mindful of that because sometimes sharing it can go down a rabbit hole. Did she not know the guy's name was Jim before the date? That would be my question. Like, he didn't, he didn't change his name in the middle of the James. date, right? James. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was the one who was stuck on it, so she, oh, probably, okay. had, she probably just mentioned it just because it's, I mean, hey, the irony is my dad's name is Jim and my husband's name is Jim, so I said to this guy, that's ridiculous, just figure it out and figure out a different name. I mean, come on. So he was a little ridiculous on that, on wanting to go out with her again, even though he wanted to go out with her again. Yeah. Look, I can't figure it out for everybody, but I do think there are definitely some principles to be using. And uh, I think it's it's great when you are ready to pass on somebody, you let them know in, adult, in an adult way, communicate it. And again, I wouldn't share all the reasons why you're passing unless they really want to know and you know that they're in it for growth. But otherwise, I'd skip. I love uh, talking with uh, Katie Clark here, the Dating with Katie segment on your whatever you, uh, the uh, post or a story here on IG. It says, um, <laughs> uh, always speak the truth here. You may be the greatest guy, but your nose hair killed the opportunity. Nose <laughs> go, go ahead and expand on that. You know, I hear it often and I see it. I was just with a client the other day and I said, what's going on with this eyebrow over here? We've got to clip it. And it'd be nice if every guy had a woman in his life who would tell him straight out all the different things. It's the nose hair. It's the, you know, the skin that's weathered and got brown spots everywhere. All these things are fixable. We need these older men to really get on top of their, you know, their self-care and kind of up their game because women are doing a really great job at taking care of themselves now. And they want a guy who doesn't look old. And even though you think you don't look old, a lot of these older men do look old. So how do you how, okay? So I think we all understand nose hair, ears hair, eyebrows, but like, how, how do you do skin care as a man? Oh, it's a whole industry. So a lot of the guys have that weathered look, brown spots. I mean, you you've got to go to a professional at that point. It it would have been smart to take care of it in the '30s using sunscreen. I have clients that are, have never worn sunscreen in their life, hence their skin looks aged. Uh, so start with sunscreen. Even it's never too late. Plus, skin cancer is real. I've had it. Uh, in my nose and a big chunk taken out of my nose. So sunscreen, uh, go to a professional, get some lasers. And actually when you do lasers on your skin, it rejuvenates your skin, which is good for the cells. So if you do have any sort of cancers or whatnot, it's it's actually beneficial to kind of rejuvenate your skin cells. Um, and then, you know, once you get those brown spots off, that's going to make you look younger. Uh, and then also, again, I've said it before, a little bit of Botox, a little, you can even Botox your neck now, nowadays. So if it is a little saggy, 
Um, you know, it's it's just that manscaping, learning to take a little bit better care of yourself. It's you know, we could all take some pointers from the gay guys. They do a great job at, at keeping themselves well. So if we could take a few pointers, put it in your back pocket, guys, and, and move forward, that'd be great. I wanted to go back for that uh, one second for the, the the breaking up thing. Is it um, the it's not you, it's me? What is is anything replaced? It's not you, it's me, or or is that still like the vibing. number one on the bingo card? Yeah. Well, it's you know I think stick with that. You know, it's I wouldn't even say it's not you, it's me. I would just say it's not a right fit. So if it's not a right fit, you still can like you can like the shoe. I always use this analogy. You like the shoe, it just doesn't come in your size. So if you're an eight and you, you love this shoe, but they only have seven and a half and an eight and a half, it's just not right for you. You can't walk around in a shoe that's too big or too small. And there's going to be reasons. And sadly, though, a lot of people have ridiculous reasons that maybe if they bring up, they could have fixed or changed mm-hmm. or the other person would have been happy to be like, oh, I didn't know that bothered you. I'm happy to fix that. So one of the biggest things I teach all of my clients is to start to communicate anything that bothers you in a relationship because you're going to have to do that in a real relationship, in an extended relationship, and that's the hardest part. So if there is something that bothers a client in the beginning with the the, the person that they're seeing, I say, you know, let's practice bringing it up in a really non-confrontational way. Let's see if this person is motivated enough to kind of change that or if it really needs to be changed. So practice those things outside of getting in a deep relationship. You'll be better at it. Well, let's plug the podcast services, every, everything else uh, that you do, and um, and tell everybody all about it. Yeah, check out my weekly podcast, Dating with Katie, and that's K-A-T-Y. I mean, we're talking about everything on those podcasts. Um, and then I do matchmaking. If you're tired of the swiping and the apps and it's just not working for you, I also can help you with coaching and, and even styling, which is <laughs> a little bit what we talked about. The nose hair, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll absolutely. tell you. Get on that Zoom call with me, and I'll let you know what we could, we could fix. <laughs> yeah. Those would be some good ones. Turn your head up. Let me see the nose here. What's it look like? Turn to the side. See the ears. So, All right. Well, enjoy California, and hopefully the rain stops out there. My goodness, if it's raining out there, it's raining everywhere. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. We'll see you. Katie Clark with us dating with Katie. So. Yeah, you're, you're just kind of head cocked to the side there. Like, you're just kind of taking I mean, it all in. I just feel like if you're just one date, I don't know that you have to break up. Like, Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I you think can just go. It just didn't happen. I don't know. Mark and Katie disagreed for the first time. First time. Ever. First time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got, Noted. I got my hand slapped. I, yeah. But, you know, I've I've done the ghosting <laughs> thing. I've done yeah. the straight up, in, you, know, in, you know, mano a mano type thing. I've done it over the phone. I've just You broke I, up with a man? No, God, no. You said mano a mano. No, uh, in person. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Mark. In person. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. I just, I, just uh, I don't know. I think it's all situational, too. It's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me. Use that one for We're not me. vibing. But, the, but when you don't have a good reason or maybe you don't want to tell no. the reason, that's when you go. Well, I don't like the notion if you go out on a date and the guy may not be sure and you just crush it at the end of the night. Like, ah, oh, we're not going to. I mean, you can wait till the next day. I mean, let the guy go home and have a, like a decent you know, night or at least think about it for think a minute. Think about it. Yeah, you don't have to do all that. So you want to talk mock what, drafts what, tomorrow? What, what, yeah, or what's the proper <laughs> response? Yeah, my ditto. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, ditto. yeah, when you're mad at yeah, yeah, ditto. Same. 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 Yeah. Thumbs Same. up. Do you thumbs up? What's what's the biggest jerk response to that, do you think? Is it the thumbs up, the message? Like, oh. Not even the emoji. Just yeah, get just on like the message. Yeah, you just like yeah, the message. Just like the just message. Just like it? You think that is that that's the best? I think so, yeah. K? What about just going K? K. Ooh. That's a little passive-aggressive, though. K. Thumbs up, I like. I don't know, K. I kind of like I don't know, Chase, up. what do you think? I think th- thumbs up. It shows, you know, a little bit 
less care. If you type yeah. K, it's kind of passive-aggressive, yeah. like you said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, it's a big day. We get our whole football schedule today. Start dreaming. Hotel room reservations. Yeah. Look out, Marriott. Look out Marriott. Yeah, today you're going to be ready for Mark Blankenbaker. <laughs> Man, I can't wait. Well, uh, we're over here wrapping things up. Um, but, um, Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. got the great inventory in there. Again, I've bought two straight cars here, and uh, I think you're going to find out as well uh, what, what a great uh, offers they have. So check them out and um, tell them here to talk about them right here at Maven Up Next 93.9 and uh, Lewin Crew. Lewin Co. I can't even think of it. Lewin Co.?